Hello, it's Nick DeGilio on 720 WGN, live in the Skyline studio, uh, 18 stories of a beautiful downtown Chicago. And um, we are uh, going to talk about um, men who like cats, and they're likely uh, less likely to get a date. <laughs> Uh, we've got some classic Carson, you know, uh, Johnny Carson uh, show. You can watch it every night on Antenna TV. And uh, at 2.30 every morning, we always play some highlights from uh, the Johnny Carson show. Um, and it's, sometimes it's stand-up, sometimes it's bits. Uh, this uh, morning, we're going to listen to Johnny Carson's Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. That's got greatness written all over it already. So... <laughs> Uh, we also have the crazy story of a fake Burger King in Pittsburgh. So that's all coming up. 312-981-7200 is the phone number from the Team Huckberg phone line. All right. Now, you heard uh, Bill Withers, and you know what that means. That can only mean Kevin Powell. Kevin Powell uh, here at WGN does sports on the, the Rokan show, covers sports, and uh, joins us. Every once in a while to talk sports. Kevin, how you doing, buddy? Nick, I don't own any cats. Does that help or hurt my chances <laughs> at a date? I think it probably helps. That would be okay. uh, according to the article <laughs> according to the article that we are going to be discussing, I think uh yeah. And <laughs> I happen to be I happen to be a cat guy, so uh yeah, uh, that that explains a lot. I'll take all the help I can get, Nick. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's been yeah. a while. Uh, yeah, yeah. it has been a while. Now, are you coming down to the, to the studios to do the show? Or Yeah, yeah. I've still been, I've been actually, for me, I've been, I've been at the station every day during this, this whole, uh, whole pandemic and everything. We, you know, shout out to our engineers who have, we've had to piece a lot of shows together because Rose, Rose been at home. Kim Gordon, who does news for the afternoons, has been home. Lauren was at home for a while, and one of the producers, um, Brian Alzheimer, was also at home. So they were kind of piecing it all together, and they, I don't know, they just, I guess, wanted a body at the station just in case because it was kind of a complete puzzle putting it together. But it, it for the most part, has gone off fairly well. So for me, I, I've been in every day. And uh, we were constantly cleaning and wiping things down. So Yeah, but, we do uh, the same thing. We're here every night, yeah. and we do the same yeah. thing. The studio is completely wiped down um, before we get in here. Uh, there's hand sanitizer all over the place. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we wear masks when, we, uh, when we're, we're in the hallways or in the lobby downstairs or any of that, you know, all, uh, elevators, yeah. all of that stuff. you got to take the precautions. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you know, uh, it's, it's, you know we're, 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 we're doing a show. <laughs> yeah no i know you guys have been doing great it's it's uh you know it's well we've had a few people coming in that i hadn't seen in months that come in whether it be sales or whatever maybe just a couple people here and there but it's it's still so much more quiet than it would be under normal circumstances yeah it's uh it's been three months and if, i don't know it's, to me nick it felt like one long day that's the way i've described it i mean for me i'm going in every day i've had some sort of normalcy but it still does i don't know people what did i do last week i don't know might have been a year ago i can't even remember it's yeah. just a weird feeling all around well i think everybody is feeling that i think everybody is like i don't even know what day it is uh, you <laughs> yeah. know uh and i think a lot of people are you know especially people who have been who have been staying home i mean it, there mm. is at least a, a a wee bit of normalcy in the fact that you know, we're coming in five nights a week to right. do the show. So there right. is just some sort of, you know, it, you know, that's it. There is a little bit of normalcy in that. Uh, but yeah, I can, I, I can, the, the whole, yeah, the whole routine of getting ready and going to work. I think that 
helps for the normalcy part of it. Yeah. You know, I know a lot of people haven't, you know, haven't been able to do that. So it's, I, I think I would have lost my mind. I don't know how some people have done it, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I've just been happy to go be going in. But yeah. it's so surreal. I mean, I'll walk out of the station, you know, it's starting to pick up a little bit for sure. But there was a moment there where I walked out, you know, right on Wacker there, and I didn't see a single soul. It's like it's a, you're the movie guy. It was like it was like it was like experience a pandemic movie. It really was. It was. You really didn't see anybody for a while. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I've noticed though now traffic is starting to pick up on the Kennedy. Uh, yeah. There seem to be more cars out now, um, and it's starting to it's starting to pick up a little bit. I mean, as you know, we're slowly opening up the the state and the city. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. for someone who takes the Kennedy every day, I, I've. Uh, <laughs> I really hope this doesn't come off the wrong way, but I absolutely love the fact that I had the Kennedy to myself basically well, every yeah. day driving in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, well, my commute was cut in half essentially. I, I, it was. It's funny because people are like, you know, like this is this is terrible, but boy, the traffic situation is good. <laughs> it really was. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, so, so. yeah. But, uh, uh, norm, normalcy will be good. We're we're inching closer, Nick. There was baseball news. Yeah, baseball news is there. Now, what 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 have you been covering in the world of sports? Yeah, what, what? Yeah, it's you know, there's been news every day. It's been weird because I'm not doing my traditional previewing. What's at night? Who are the Sox playing? Who are the Cubs playing? <clears throat> it's just basically been about return to play for all sports, and we've seen it a little bit. I mean, golf is is back at it. It's week two. They did have one golfer test positive after having nobody test positive for for a couple weeks. NASCAR, um, there were some storylines there. Um, some soccer overseas, and and now in baseball, we got the news that. The players have rejected the latest proposal from the owners, and which means at this point it's just going to be at the hands of Commissioner Rob Manfred, who now has, I don't want to say he's strictly, I mean, you know, commissioners in all sports always catch the most flack because they're out in center and the, the public sees them. But you have to keep in mind that commissioners for any pro sports league, they work for the owners. Yeah. That's who they work for. Yeah. So they are sort of a mouthpiece for the owners. And as much as people want to get upset with Rob Manfred over the whole situation, and I don't necessarily think he's handled it all that well. There has been some flaws in it. But everything he says, he's just relaying what the owners told him how right. they feel. Right. Well, so, listen, Kevin, hang on a second, okay? Kev? Yeah, you got it. Hold on. Uh, Kevin Powell is with us. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the, uh, the Major League Baseball um, story that's out there. <laughs> Um, and the proposal and all of that uh, and more. It's Kevin Powell. You can hear him on the Rokon Show every weekday afternoon here on 720 WGN, and he covers sports, and he joins us usually about once a month to talk sports with us right here on uh, 720 WGN. Hello, Nick DeGilio here on 720 WGN. Coming up after 1230, we'll be joined by Mark Shapiro, who's the president of the Bureau of Internet Accessibility. Uh, That's uh, coming up right now, our good friend, uh, Kevin Powell is with us. You can hear him every weekday afternoon on the Rokon Show, covering the world of sports. Um, and uh, Kevin is with us. Uh, Kevin, before the break, we were talking about the uh, the MLB owners failing to reach the deal and uh, and talking a little bit about uh, Rob Manfred. So uh, let's continue mm-hmm. that. Yeah, so essentially what happened uh, yesterday at this point was the, the owners had uh, sent the latest proposal to the players that was rejected overwhelmingly, voted 33 to 5 against, which means at this point, considering it's basically been a volley of proposal after proposal and an endless amount of statements released by either the Players Association or the owners, 
uh, it's going to be at the hands of Rob Manfred, who what I was saying was, you know, he, he does essentially work for the owners. So right. um, it's it, it sounds like we're going to have a 60-game season, Nick, um, which is just, again, just so much to work out with this. And the beauty of baseball, uh, in a way, is that it's a 162-game season. There's the, the, the ebb and flow of a, of a season, right? And it, and it does weed out the best teams. It, you play each other that much at the end, the best teams are going to emerge. You know, you could, the NFL is is great in its own way because it's one day a week, which makes it so big. But every sports league is a little bit different, and that the the, the marathon that is a major league season uh, makes it what it is for so many different reasons. What a sixty game season is going to look like, Nick. I mean, it's going to yeah. feel like a playoff atmosphere for every game, right? Yeah. I mean, if you have one bad week, you could be done for the year. Yeah. So, um, look, I I, I don't. I don't know. I know everybody's. It's what we do in 2020, right? We pick sides. Who is right? Who is wrong? I, I, I think there's blame, probably a, a little bit of blame to go around. I'd probably point a few more fingers at the owners. Um, you know, they want 60 games. The players wanted more games. Why? Because that meant more salary. For weeks, they, they bargained about prorated salaries, meaning, you know, they had agreed on this in March. If if a player was set to make $10 million, the prorated salary, if it was cut in half and it was an 81-game season, they're going to get paid $5 million. It's pretty simple math. And the owners backtracked on that and tried to do all sorts of different things. No, we're going to pay you 70% of that. Then we're going to do a sliding scale, this, this, and that. So I get the players protecting their money. And, and look, the, the, they are, at the end of the day, the product of Major League Baseball. People watch for the players. If you don't have quality content playing the best in the world, you're not going to, it's not going to be a billion-dollar organization. I can see sides to all of it. The gist of it is where we stand now is that the players – Tonight, Tuesday night, Tuesday afternoon, by 4 o'clock our time, Chicago time, um, they want to know if they, uh, the owners and, and Major League Baseball want to know if they agreed to have players start reporting their spring train. Well, shouldn't say spring train. It's already in the summer here. Right. But to uh, essentially do a makeshift spring training. So another camp, which would start roughly July 1st, and it would be at home team ballpark, uh, ballparks. They're not going to go to Arizona and Florida. And... Uh, with a with a league year starting about July twenty third, twenty fourth, whatever that weekend is, that Friday, Saturday, yeah, and then they play sixty games. They played a late September, and then there's a ten team postseason, and and there we go. That's our twenty twenty season. That's so weird. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I don't know what it's going to look like. I mean, think about it. Like if sixty game baseball season. I mean, if the stakes are so high every single game, and things are going to be a little bit different because it is going to be a compact schedule, so you're going to have, instead of a 26-man roster, they're probably going to have a 30-man roster, and then what they're calling like a taxi club, which would essentially be like, you know, your fringe guys who are, you know, AAA, or we refer to them as 4A guys who are kind of right in the middle between AAA and Major League. And right. they're, they're essentially ready to go, and they can they can pick off that, that club and pop them in if they need to. Because think about it. Like, okay, if let's say your star athlete, your star player rolls an ankle and has to miss a week during a normal, like, yeah, that stinks, but it's a week. It's seven games. Okay, seven games right now is more than 10% of the season. That would be equivalent to missing like 17 or 18 games of, of a season. So <laughs> there's just so much to factor into it. Like, how do the pitchers handle this? How much time do they need to get ready, et cetera, et cetera. So there's, and that's the thing I've been telling people look, the easy part was coming to an agreement about at least laying down the guidelines for a season, at least laying down a schedule. 
Now you actually have to go out and execute and figure out how, how you're going to do it. And they've had this much this many problems just agreeing on a on a plan to hold the season. Now they actually have to go out and do it. They have to agree on the health protocols, restrictions, guidelines, right, all those right, sort of things. Right. Where you know every state's going to have different guidelines. I mean, Chicago's certainly not. You know, we're getting there. We're getting there slowly. But Mayor Mayor Lightfoot said today or yet early yesterday that. Um, no, she she doesn't anticipate fans being in the stands, and I mean it's it's going to be different state by state, and how does MLB handle that? It's, there's there's so much to work out. So I, I don't yeah. need to be gloom and doom. I I just don't get the sense that the baseball world is jumping up and down over the fact that we're probably going to hear that the players do approve of the play, the owners and Rob Manfred's um, guidelines uh, later tonight. The players are going to prove, but I don't get, I don't know, you're a baseball, do you feel this overwhelming sense of, like, excitement and joy? That no. Just, I don't know, I, I have a weird taste in my mouth about it, Nick. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't feel it, and, and uh, you know, I'm a huge baseball fan, and, uh, but yeah, I don't, I mean, you know, the people that I've discussed it with uh, as well are just like, you know, uh, I guess we'll, you know, we'll watch <laughs> right. baseball, I don't know. It's just it's a it's yeah. it's very strange in every way. But you know, uh, let's see. Here is uh, Mike on WGN. Hey, Mike. Hey, I love your show. Thank you. Um, you know, one thing you need to talk about is how the owners can dig in. And you know, have either one of you heard of BAM B A M Tech? BAM Tech is the media and technology that was a company and. Each team got $30 million from the sale of a portion of BAMTEC, $1.5 billion. Um, it wasn't – here, let me say this. The $1.5 billion purchase was only a portion of it, but the owners in baseball got $30 million. And if you Google search it, you can read it. And so you got – the ownership is sitting there with $30 million in their yeah. bank account. and. And, and, and I got to say this, um, the players are trying to get whatever they can. And, uh, you know, that's where I, I believe Bantech is some of the reason for the standoff. And one thing I got to say that will make you chuckle and I'll get off. Jim Bouton is a friend of mine. He wrote that book, Paul Four. Wow. And, and Bouton made a comment. He says, you know what? The owners have been kind of screwing over to baseball players for 100 years. And the way I look at it, we owe at least 50 more years of giving it to the owners. And uh, it's kind of funny how he worded that. So yeah. have a good night, guys. All right, Mike, take care. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that's a great call from Mike. And look, I mean, I I've, I try to toe the line a little bit and I try to be one-sided here. I, if, if, I was, if I were to pick a side, I, I get where the players are coming from. I mean, look, 1994, we had a complete unit strike. Um, and, and to his point, on top of that, I know $30 million is a lot of money. During all of this, Nick, and I'm not kidding. During all of this, Major League Baseball struck a deal with TBS and Turner Sports, a $1 billion deal, reportedly, but many credible media reporters reported on it, that around a billion-dollar TV deal wow. with TBS and Turner. So, and, and you know, look, Tom, Tom Ruggins came out with, well, you guys think we just have piles of cash? Yeah, I do think you guys have piles of cash. <laughs> I really, yeah. I, I really, I really do. I yeah. mean, if you tell, okay, you tell, and look, I, I know it's not TBS handing them a billion dollar check, right? right? I mean, right. it's a lengthy, long-term deal, but like, 
you're going to be fine moving forward. You are. And as much as we can talk about, okay, sour taste in the mouth, I even have it a little bit. I'm not as excited as I thought I might be when I found out baseball could be returning. But, like, people and people say, oh, I've never watched baseball. Yeah, you are. Baseball is good. Baseball's been around for 150 years in this yeah, country. Yeah. It's survived everything. Yeah. It's going to come back. It'll be fine. It'll have eyeballs. And once it does come back, the disappointing thing is, like, they had a good opportunity to get baseball on TV as soon as possible. Like during the day, Nick, when a lot of generations were won over by baseball, I mean, it wasn't, you know, you talk to a lot of people, you go out at noon in a weekday, the game is on TV, kids will be watching. That's yeah. a golden opportunity. It's not a seven o'clock game where, yes, it's prime time, but like you had a chance, all the kids are at home, all the families are at home. If there was a baseball game on tomorrow at noon, Nick, I don't care who is playing. Every single one of us would be watching. I agree with you. you. Know? I agree. I know you I know? would. I, I know mean, I would. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, 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 there's a missed opportunity there. That yeah. and that's one of the reasons it, it kind of stinks all around. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, real but quick, what, here's Donna. Donna, go ahead. Hi. The question I have is: it, it doesn't appear that COVID has entered into any of the negotiations or talks. What happens if a, a player gets sick or tests positive? Are the other players going to be quarantined for 14 days? Uh, how is that going to impact on the playing schedule? These are things. These are two? these are things that they are going to that they're going to have. We, this is what we talked about, Kevin. These are things that are going to have to be discussed. It's, mm-hmm. it's a complicated, complicated issue. Extremely complicated. It's a great question, Donna. All the leagues are working out. I mean, if you look at the NBA's return to play, they're stacing the entire basketball league at Disney World. I mean, they're, it, 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 look, like I'm saying, you can agree on anything to get back to play, but we just don't know with this virus, and right. there's a million things to sort out. So um, I'm, I apologize for not knowing exactly what's in the return to play, and we still don't know for sure, but every league's a little different. I think yep. the NBA, if somebody does test positive, they've got to – self-quarantine and all those sorts of things, right. but um, yeah. a lot to work out. All right, Donna, complicated, but thank you for the call. Hey, by the way, before we get out of here, uh, if Marion Hosa is not a first ballot Hall of Famer on Wednesday, I'm going to punch somebody. Thank you for putting my on my radar. I did not even know we were anticipating that Wednesday. Are they announcing the... Wednesday well, at 3.30, the inductees are being announced Wednesday at 3.30 Central Time. But he's, but he's technically not even... Wouldn't we have to wait? Isn't there a grace period? Uh, I don't even. I, because isn't he technically still on the books? With well, he, the he, he, te- he technically technically he is, but you know, I mean, he, he hasn't played for like three seasons. So, yeah, I gotta take a look into that. But I agree with you. Whenever he does become eligible, if it is Wednesday or down the road, I I'm I'm with him. Oh, just, first ballot Hall of Famer. There's no, there's yeah. no question about it. He racked up uh, uh, one thousand one hundred thirty four <laughs> points in thirteen hundred games across nineteen seasons with five different clubs. He scored at least 30 goals in eight of those seasons, 40 goals three times, um, was the 80th player in league history to hit the 1,000-point uh, mark. He's the only uh, player in NHL history to reach the Stanley Cup final in three consecutive seasons with three different teams. I mean, what, I'm with you. what are I'm we all talking about? about I, I, I got to look into it. I don't know if he's eligible just yet, but whenever he is, and I always mix up the pro leagues, what, however, yeah. Many years they need before they name him eligible. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Hosa was awesome, man. He was a huge piece to that whole my, thing. My, my favorite, my favorite hawk, man. I, I loved it. <laughs> so there we go. All right, Kevin. Nick, thanks for having me, my thanks, man. Thanks, buddy. Stay, stay safe, buddy. Uh, all right, you too. Okay, thanks, Nick. see you, buddy. Kevin Powell talks sports on the Rocon Show afternoons here on 720 WGN. Okay, we'll break, and when we come back, we're going to talk with Mark Shapiro, who's the president of the Bureau of Internet Accessibility.